coming to you live from our brand new website, RadioDePaul.com, and the award-winning Radio DePaul app. This is Radio DePaul, Chicago's college connection. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Everyday I Have the Blues here on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. I am back in the studio live for three weeks. This week, next Thursday, and the week after. This time from 6.30 to 
That is when Radio DePaul is live on the air during December intercession. And I figured, why not? Let's let's keep it going. Let's keep it going live. I love doing it live. Because then I get to control a board. And it's incredible to function. That was Dark Was the Night, Cold Was the Ground by Blind Willie Johnson. It'll be, I figured it would be a nice starter because, let's be real, it's dark outside and it's cold. So why not start with the literal, most, the most literal title that would fit tonight. Dark Was a Night Cold as the Ground is one of the most revered gospel country Delta Blues songs ever. And I mean ever. It is in the National Recording Registry from the Library of Congress. Jack White from the White Stripes and Solo Work called it the greatest slide guitar performance of all time. And probably arguably one of the best in- instrumentals. Because, as you heard, Blind Willie Johnson did not sing any lyrics. It was just his humming and moaning in the gospel tradition in the blues style as well. But what makes this song so revered and so legendary and special to many? Well, that's because it was included on the Voyager Golden Record, which to the casual listener, they may not know what that is, but in short, the, the Voyager Golden Record were two, or they are, two phonograph records that were included aboard the Voyager spacecraft launched in 1977 and the records contained sounds and images to portray the diversity of culture and life on earth and the contents include folk songs from around the world all greetings in the different languages sounds such as earthquakes volcanoes dogs trains crickets frogs in music, two of which from the, are from the United States. One of them, dark was the night, cold was the ground. It's that special to the collectors and researchers of the Voyager Golden Record. But that's not the only American one, because the other one is Johnny B. Good by Chuck Berry. So, how about we transition to some Chuck Berry. Reeling and a rockin'. Sometimes I wheel, then again I think I won't. Sometimes I wheel, then again I think I won't. Sometimes I do, then again I think I don't. Well, I looked at my watch, it was 921. We was out a rock and roll dance, having nothing but fun, and we rolled. Reeling and a rockin'. It was 9.32 There's nothing I'd rather do Than dance with you And we go Reeling and rocking We was reeling and rocking Way till the break of dawn Well, I looked at my watch It was 9.43 And every time I spend She'd spend with me
watch, it was 9.54 I said, dance ballerina, go, 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 go But I'ma keep on dancing till I get my kick She's still holding mine
Ladies and gentlemen, it's been my, been my privilege tonight to put on, I think, one of the greatest shows we've had at Croydon for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Sorry, Delaney. You're not going to get a tag at that end there. <laughs> that was Coming Home by Delaney and Bonnie and Friends. You're listening to Every Day I Have the Blues on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection with your host, Elliot Coria. Delaney and Bonnie and Friends, a forgotten group from this 1960s and early 70s. The song before this was Reeling and Rockin' by Chuck Berry from his 1959 compilation studio album, One Dozen Berries, originally the B-side on his hit song, Sweet Little Sixteen, that was later uh, scribbed by the Beach Boys for Surfing USA. But going back to Delaney and Bonnie, on this day in 1969, it was announced that George Harrison will be joining their tour, making it the first time a Beatle has been on the road since 1966 when they announced to stop. They announced that they will stop doing live performances. He was the first. Lennon would not play until like about early 70, maybe 70, 71. McCartney would continue to tour, but only in the UK with wings and would not come to the United States again for a tour in 76, 77. And, you know, Ringo's just Ringo. You know, just chilling along, doing his own thing. But this song, Coming Home, was the live version on their album, On Tour with Eric Clapton. This was around the time when Eric Clapton was done with Cream and done with Blind Faith and just wanted to be a sideman. So he went on tour with Delaney and Bonnie. And if you look at who played on that tour and the album, it is a who's who of session musicians, including drummer Jim Gordon, Dave Mason from Traffic, Carl Radel, Bobby Whitlock, Jim Price, Rita Coolidge on backing vocals. Most of them would eventually join George Harrison and play on his 1970 debut solo album, All Things Must Pass. And as for Clapton's case, he would join or take Jim uh, Gordon, Radle and Whitlock and record Layla and other assorted songs. One person that played on the album is saxophonist Bobby Keys. In, in a wonderful transition I made, he passed away on this day back in 2014. He was a sensational guitar uh, guitarist, saxophone player, and actually started touring at age 15 with Buddy Holly. That's right. He was 15 and... 1958, one year before Buddy Holly died in the tragic plane accident. And he eventually became the go-to man for any rock and roll songs that needed some saxophone in it. He's most notably known for playing with the Rolling Stones. And in another transition, it was on this day in 1969 as well, that they started recording three songs at the Muscle Shoals Sound Studio in northern Alabama. It was on a break from their U.S. tour of that fall. The context surrounding it, you could argue that the Stones were the biggest band touring in the world. Zeppelin wasn't there yet. They weren't really there yet. And the Beatles weren't, were obviously not touring. And Hendrix, you know, 
he was never going to be as big as the Stones were. Because Hendrix never really consistently sold out stadiums. The Stones did. Hendrix was always, or even like Jefferson Airplane or uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, they were always relegated to theaters. But the Stones sold out stadiums, like Madison Square Garden. So they were the biggest band uh, touring in the fall. And this was a few days before the, the tragic uh, incident at Altamont. And so what they did in the interim is they flew to Muscle Shoals where Aretha Franklin, Wilson Pickett, and a bunch of other great songs, mostly for Atlantic Records, were recorded and cut three songs over the course of two days. Wild Horses, a country classic, and a cover of Mississippi Fred McDowell's You Gotta Move, which I will play after, or at least the original version, this song featuring Bobby Keys on sax. Brown Sugar, number one hit from 1971, Stick and Fingers. Since the Stones were on tour, why not play? Doing all right Here we went to women 
You Gotta Move by Mississippi Fred McDowell. Delta Blues classic. Covered by the Rolling Stones in 1971 on their album Sticky Fingers, which was recorded, or at least the cover of You Gotta Move, was recorded at Muscle Shoal Sound Studio in North Alabama, alongside the previous song, Brown Sugar and Wild Horses. Some great, great stuff. From the greatest rock and roll band in the world, the Rolling Stones. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after a few short messages and station identification. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about a certain band with going into the or being honored by the Kennedy Center and a jazz pianist's birthday. So don't go anywhere because you are listening to 
Every day I have the blues on Radio DePaul, Chicago's college connection. Radio DePaul. Well, as we say in the radio business, is Chicago's oh, yeah. college That's right. connection. The most dangerous trend on college campuses. The jewel. The vapor clouds of jewels on college campuses are prevalent everywhere. Small clouds of vapor rise to the heavens as students depart from the buildings. But it needs to be known, Jewel is not cool. Stay clear of the dangerous trend and be cool. This message brought to you by Radio DePaul, Chicago's college connection. It's hard to keep track of everything going on in Chicago. That's why the reporters at 14 East work to tell the stories behind the hot topics and controversial issues circulating conversation. Every Friday, 14 East publishes stories ranging from arts and culture to news and politics. To read their most recent lineup, visit 14eastmag.com or follow them at 14eastmag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with what's happening in Chicago. 14 East Magazine, stories beyond the skyline. This message brought to you by 14 14 East and Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Ever wish there was a way to take Radio DePaul with you? Well, there is. Introducing the Radio DePaul app. It's your one-stop shop for all things Radio DePaul. You can listen to our live streams, our amazing podcasts, access our social media, and much more. Download the app today for free, F-R-E-E, free, from the Google Play or iTunes Store. The Radio DePaul app, Chicago's College Connection. Yo, where's the beef? It's located at 2300 North Lincoln Avenue at Johnny's Beef and Euros. With classic Chicago fares like Italian beef, Euros, Chicago dogs, serious salads, and more, you are sure to satisfy your hunger. And if you're looking for a challenge, try taking on the Big Daddy. And go for it with a Big Daddy burger and a full serving of Johnny's famous chili fries. And if you complete the challenge in under 30 minutes, you could become a certified VIP And make sure to check out the Johnny's Beef and Euros app. Just text the word BEEF to 33733 to download. Again, that's BEEF to 33733 to download the app, and you will receive $2 off your first order of $15 or more. To find out more about the Big Daddy Challenge, along with the menu, visit north.johnnys-beef.com. This message is brought to you by Johnny's Beef, a proud sponsor of Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Hey, Kyle, you want to grab lunch on Thursday? I actually can't. I'm going to be in my internship. I didn't know you had an internship. How'd you get that? You're only a sophomore. Well, I connected with the DePaul alumni through the Career Center. There's a program called Ask that connects students with mentors that can help them with interviews or possibly get internships or just answer any questions that they have. That sounds awesome. Where can I go to find out about this? Well, you can just stop by the Career Center or go to ask.depaul.edu. Awesome! This message brought to you by Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Hi, this is Frank Tutta. This is Ian, Jamie, Kevin, Sean, and Charles from Stampy. I'm Kelly from Campus, and you're listening to Radio DePaul. And you're listening to Radio Radio DePaul. Welcome back, everyone. Did you miss me? Because <laughs> I did. And then, you know. It's a, it's a good intro, so if you're going to judge me through your ears, go ahead. It's a free country, but, you know, radio radio uh, courtesies. And I 
can't really remember the word right now. You're listening to Rated to Paul Chicago's College Connection. It's every day I have the blues with your host, with the most knowledge, Mr. Elliot Coriath. Before the break, I said that we're going to be talking about the Kennedy Center Honors with a specific band. Well, it was on this day, 2012, that Led Zeppelin was honored at the Kennedy Center, becoming only, only the second British artist to be nominated, not nominated, to be honored behind The Who and Paul McCartney. Only two before uh, Led Zeppelin was honored. The Stones haven't been. And it's interesting what the Kennedy Center does because with The Who, they honored Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey. Like, I don't think John Entwistle or Keith Moon was included in that. And they didn't even include all the Beatles either. It was, ju- it was Jess Paul McCartney. So, you know, touche, whatever, say la vie. You know, Kennedy Center. It's a beautiful building, FYI. I, I saw two things there once. I saw Dave Chappelle this past July, and I saw a improvised performance of sheer madness back in eighth grade. But anyway, Led Zeppelin, 2012, honored at the Kennedy Center alongside David Letterman, Dustin Hoffman, and Natalia Makarova. But they were also honored alongside one of their heroes, Chicago's very own Buddy Guy, representing the blues tradition, whereas Zeppelin was representing maybe the blues rock, hard rock, classic rock, dad rock, boomer rock tradition but regardless it was a wonderful performance and wonderful uh time as well because the Led Zeppelin tribute video has gone down in history as as one of the best and even the induction as well Jack Black gave their introduction of who they were which let's be real Zeppelin doesn't need introduction but it was followed by some great performances the Foo Fighters Dave Grohl did an incredible rendition of Rock and Roll from Led Zeppelin 4. Lenny Kravitz did a performance of Whole Lot of Love. And then obviously the most famous is the Wilson sisters, Nancy and Anne from the band Heart, doing a tear-jerking and emotional version of Stairway to Heaven. The other performer was Kid Rock, of all people. I'm not a big Kid Rock fan. Is he was you know part of that new metal kind of stuff that I I, not, I don't really like, except for Corn and Limp Bizkit, ironically, because it's hilarious to listen to. But what did he play? What did Kid Rock play? Well, he played "Ramble On." I know, really out of the ordinary. He's not like a folky kind of guy. But I haven't played "Ramble On" yet. So let's play this. From Led Zeppelin two, 1969. You're listening to Radio DePaul. Chicago's College Connection. Every day I have the blues. Robert Plant, take it away. Leaves are falling all around. Time I was on my way. Thanks to you, I'm much obliged. Such a pleasant stay. But now it's time for me to go. Autumn moonlight's my way 
That was Broken Hearted Blues by Buddy Guy from his 1970 compilation album, I Was Walking Through the Woods, consisting of recordings made between 1960 and 1964 from the Chess, or his time with Chess Records. You're listening every day, have the blues here on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. It's Mr. Elliot Corius coming into your earphones. Buddy Guy was honored at the 2012 Kennedy Center Honors alongside Led Zeppelin, who I played Ramble on before this. And what was pretty, I would assume, a very wonderful moment between both both parties, considering Zeppelin was highly influenced by Buddy Guy, especially Jimmy Page's guitar playing. Buddy Guy was the man. He was like the... If you want to talk about, like, indie during that time, he was indie. (laughs) But a guy was like the original indie artist, is what I would say. So yeah, and I did actually accidentally lie when I said that Led Zeppelin was only the third band or people from Britain musically and uh, honored at the Kennedy Center. That was wrong because while I did get Paul McCartney and the Who right, I missed one, Elton John inducted or honored before uh, Zeppelin as well. So, oops-a-daisy, I, I screwed up. Well, guess I have to leave now. Nope, I'm not leaving. You still got more to do. Because we got a birthday. birthday. 
happy 90th birthday to Wynton Kelly. Wynton Kelly, one of the greatest and finest jazz pianists ever. He passed away in 1971 at the age of 39 from a seizure. He was known to have epilepsy. But his impact on jazz music cannot be understated. Because around the time when the, the major jazz pianists were classically trained, like Charlie, not Charlie Parker, Oscar Peterson, <laughs> and Thelonious Monk, or even someone like Art Tatum, Winton Kelly was basing his stuff around the blues, not classical music or any traditional folk stuff. He was all about R&B and blues. That was his stuff. And in fact, he, he was, how early did he get it to start? Well, he started playing professionally at age 12 and got his first number one R&B hit at the age of 16. And he became the accompan accomp accompan accompanist? Yeah, accompanist. I probably pronounced that wrong, but whatever. To, Di to Dino Washington and later became a member of Dizzy Gillespie's band. And he had to go to the Army. Because that's what everyone did. Worked again with Washington Gillespie, and then caught the attention of the wonderful Miles Davis in 1959, and had an appearance on Davis's legendary and highly, highly influential Kind of Blue, where he played on one track, which was Freddie Freeloader. So... Yeah, he had to sub in for Bill Evans on that one uh, composition. But Winton Kelly had a unique playing style that was very rhythmic, around the blues, an excellent sight reader, and used a lot of block chords, which is, for any person that's not um, a theory person, it's a chord built directly below the melody, either on the strong beats or to create a four-part harmonized melody line so you will take that as you will and if you want to do more research the internet is free <laughs> but kelly was a highly influential pianist if you listen to chick korea he was influenced by kelly uh chucho valdez monte alexander brad Meldau, and actually went uh winton marsalis the trumpet player was named after kelly that's right, his father, uh, Ellis Marcellus Jr., named him after Winton Kelly. The song I'm about to play is, a, is an instrumental from his 1959 album called Kelly Blue, released on Riverside Records, recorded in two sessions in 1959, which featured the rhythm section from Miles Davis's uh, quintet or quartet, Jimmy Cobb and Paul Chambers, and on this track, it's just those three. Because on, while featured is Nat Adderley and Bobby Jasper and Benny Golson, on the song Old Clothes, it's just the three of them. Let's relax a bit with Wynton Kelly. Old Clothes, Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Let's listen and dive in. Sonically to Winton Kelly.
Sam Cooke, Chicago's very own, lived around the south side. I was doing my research and I saw that his song, You Send Me, reached number one on this day in 1957. But I've already played You Send Me. I want to have some variety. Each show has new songs. No repeats. No skips. So I figured, why not do some Bringing On Home to Me from the wonderful King of Soul. The song before that was Old Clothes by Winton Kelly, whose birthday is today. Happy birthday, Mr. Kelly. You would have been 90 today. 90 years old. Right up there with Sonny Rollins, if he was still alive, as oldest living jazz legends right now. Well, it's 7.30. My hour's up. So I figured to close us out, but also I should say thank you all for listening. I'll be back here live next week, Thursday, 6.30, and the week after that, and then I'm off till winter quarter, January, taking Christmas and New Year's off. But to close us out, since the big sh- happening was the release of the three-part Beatles documentary, Get Back, I figure why not play an album, or an album, a song from the Let It Be album. And I was debating which one I should do. Because there's, there's so many great blues rock songs on there. 
and I was debating. I was going back and forth, and I thought, you know what? Let's do the one that I love the most. I've got a feeling. Thanks, everyone. Radio to Paul. I've got a feeling, a feeling deep inside. Oh, yeah. to Radio DePaul Best Station in the Nation 2020 